This installment of Bach on Wednesday was recorded for release on October 6, 2021. Greetings. This is Terry Noeltow. Today, October 6, 2021, is the 135th anniversary of the great Swiss pianist Edwin Fischer, who was famous for his interpretations of the keyboard music of Johann Sebastian Bach, and also it is the 94th anniversary of the birth of his pupil, the Austrian pianist Paul Badura Skoda, who also was a fine interpreter of the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. So, you know where we're going today. Recordings of Edwin Fischer and Paul Badura Skoda playing the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. Edwin Fischer made his first recordings of the keyboard music of Johann Sebastian Bach in the autumn of 1931. The first ones were made in Berlin. Two 12-inch 78 RPM shellac discs. Four sides. The first three are devoted to the chromatic fantasia in fugue in D minor, BWV 903, and the filler is one of the earliest recordings of a prelude and fugue from Das Wohltemperierte Klavier. The prelude and fugue number five in D major, BWV 
Fisher, born October 6, 1886. Recordings made in Berlin, Germany, in October of 1931. As I said at the beginning, two 12-inch 78 RPM shellac discs. The first three sides contained the chromatic fantasia and Fugue in D minor, BWV 903, when I introduced these recordings. I neglected to mention that Fischer appears to use the Hans von Bülow edition of the Chromatic Fantasia and Fugue. The omission of the mordant at the end of the opening flourishes is the clue. The fourth side was devoted to one of the first recordings of the Prelude and Fugue, number no. 5 in D major, BWV 850, from Das Voltemperierte Klavier, what we now call Book 1 of the Well-Tempered Klavier. In late October of 1931, Edwin Fisher was in London, and on October 25th, 1931, at the Abbey Road Studios in London, he recorded the Adagio, the central movement from the Concerto in D minor after Benedetto Marcello, BWV 973. Fisher plays it in his own arrangement.
Edwin Fisher, recorded in London on October 25th, 1931, less than three weeks after his 45th birthday. His arrangement of Johann Sebastian Bach's Concerto in D minor after Benedetto Marcello, BWV 973, the central adagio. And that playing is just simply magnificent. What an amazing touch Edwin Fisher had, and what a beautiful dynamic range. The tone is indescribably gorgeous. When Schaff comes to push, Edwin Fisher's greatest claim to fame is he made the first integral recording of the two books of what we call the Well-Tempered Clavier. The performances were recorded in a series of sessions held over a two-year period in 1933 and in 1934. Fisher recorded the Preludes and Fugues higgledy-piggledy, hither and yon. In other words, he did not record them in sequence order. Here is Edwin Fisher at the piano in Book One of the Well-Tempered Clavier by Johann Sebastian Bach.
Recorded in a series of sessions held at the Abbey Road Studios in London, England, in 1933 and 1934. Edwin Fisher, who was born on October 6, 1886, at the piano. His recording of both books of the Well-Tempered Clavier is the first integral recording. And those 78s take up a lot of shelf space. I know. I have a set. Before we leave Das Wohltemperierte Klavier, book one of the Well-Tempered Klavier, there is one more recording 
of music from Book One that Edvin Fisher made that I'd like to share with you on this installment of Bach on Wednesday. This celebration of the anniversaries of the births of Edvin Fisher, October 6th, 1886, and his pupil, Paul Badura Skoda, October 6th, 1927. Edvin Fisher also was a fine conductor, and, in fact, in 1926, he became the regular conductor of the Lübeck Musikverein in northern Germany, and also had conducting gigs in Munich. In 1932, he set up his own chamber orchestra, the Edwin Fischer Chamber Orchestra. It was based in Berlin, which had become something of a second home for Fischer after he finished his studies there at the Stern Conservatory with the Liszt pupil Martin Krause, who also taught Claudio Arau, by the way, and Rosita Renard. But that's above and beyond the scope of this broadcast. With the Edwin Fischer Chamber Orchestra, Edwin Fischer recorded his orchestration for string orchestra of the Fugue in A Minor, number 20 in Book 1 of The Well-Tempered Clavier. He prefaced it with an introduction of his own composition, which, when I produced a reissue of this very rare 78 on CD more than 30 years ago, I named the Intrada. So, here is the Intrada and Fugue number 20 in A minor, BWV 865. Edwin Fisher conducting his chamber orchestra, a recording made in Berlin on February 20th, 1939. <laughs> Thank you. 
The Fugue Number 20 in A Minor, BWV 865, from Book 1 of the Well-Tempered Clavier, prefaced by an intrada composed by Edvin Fisher, who also made the orchestration for strings. Edvin Fisher was conducting the Edvin Fisher Chamber Orchestra in that recording that was made in Berlin, Germany, on February 20th, 1939. I'm sure that that date jumped out at a lot of you. And the jury is out about Edvin Fischer. Um, it's complicated. He stayed in Berlin, which had become something of a second home to him, beginning in his student days, until 1942, when his villa was completely destroyed by bombs. He then put his career on hold and went back to Switzerland and settled in Zurich. He was not an anti-Semite, however, and was not sympathetic to Hitler. In fact, he had been married for six years to Eleonora von Mendelssohn, a collateral descendant of Felix Mendelssohn Bartholdi, who was half-Jewish. And I suspect that marriage unraveled because of the star-crossed Eleonora von Mendelssohn's substance abuse problem. And uh, she was addicted to painkillers. It's a sad story. A brilliant talented actress and a very beautiful woman, the photographs are any indication, who was jinxed, star-crossed. I guess that it is fairest to Edwin Fisher to describe him using a term that was popular in the United States in the 1950s to describe people who were left-wingers and allegedly sympathetic to the Soviets. He was a fellow traveler. The Edwin Fisher Chamber Orchestra, of course, was disbanded when Fisher decamped and went back to Switzerland. It seems that the latest recordings that they made for Electrola were made in 1941. So, of course, the performers are all Aryan. This next recording is one of those final recordings. It is a recording of the Brandenburg Concerto No. 2 in F major, BWV 1047. The trumpeter, Paul Spiri. The violinist, the great Karl Freund the oboist, Wilhelm Meyer, and Fritz Krökel plays the recorder part on the flute. The strings of the Edwin Fischer Chamber Orchestra are conducted by Edwin Fischer.
Germany in 1941. Edwin Fischer conducting the Edwin Fischer Chamber Orchestra in a performance of the Brandenburg Concerto No. 2 in F major, BWV 1047. The soloist's Paul Spurry trumpet, and boy, he does a marvelous job with that altitudinous Clarino part, Karl Freund, violin, Wilhelm Meyer, oboe, and Fritz Krökel, flute. This is almost certainly the last orchestral recording that Edwin Fischer made before he left Berlin for good and all and returned to Switzerland in 1942. After the war, with members of the Philharmonia Orchestra in London, he recorded the second Brandenburg again. And when I first got a hold of a copy of the 78 RPM recording, it had a chip out of the first side, and second side, that first record. And I said, oh, what the hell, I'll just plug it in from the later recording. I did, and I was lucky. The tempo is identical. Fischer recorded several Bach compositions for his master's voice 
at the Abbey Road Studios in London in the 1930s. During and after, he made the recordings of the Preludes and Fugues from both books of the Well-Tempered Clavier. Some of these are quite rarefied. For example, the Fantasia in A minor, BWV 922, is still, even now, a little-known composition that Edwin Fisher was able to persuade the powers that were at HMV to let him record it has always amazed me, and I can say with authority that it is the only recording of the Fantasia in A minor, BWV 922, that was made before the LP era. The recording was made in the Abbey Road Studios in London on March 5th, 1937. Thank you. 
recorded at the Abbey Road Studios in London, England, on March 5th, 1937. The Fantasia in A minor, BWV 922, by Johann Sebastian Bach. The pianist, the great Edwin Fischer, who was born on October 6th, 1886. I am confident that those of you who are familiar with the Bach keyboard pieces have been aware of the numerous occasions on which Edwin Fischer resorts to octave displacements and octave doublings. This was not casual. It was very carefully considered because he used that device, or those devices, I should say, as a means of replicating harpsichord effects on the modern piano. My introduction to the artistry of Edwin Fisher took place when I was in my middle teens. The wonderful music librarian at the public library in Greenwich, Connecticut, alerted me to the fact that some 78 RPM records which had been offered to the library, which no longer collected 78s and made them available, were to be found at a particular local thrift shop. So I rode down there on my bicycle, and there was just one album. But amongst the records in it was a 12-inch 78 RPM disc of Edwin Fisher playing the Fantasia and Fugue in A minor, BWV 904, by Johann Sebastian Bach. This was recorded at the same session at which he recorded the Fantasia in A minor, BWV 922, held at Abbey Road in London, England, on March 5th, 1937. Once again, you'll hear the octave displacements and the octave doublings. Fisher knew exactly how to use those to the greatest benefit to the music.
The Fantasia and Double Fugue in A Minor, BWV 904, by Johann Sebastian Bach. The first recording of the work, made at the Abbey Road Studios in London, England, on March 5, 1937. The pianist, the great Edwin Fisher, who was born on October 6, 1886, and died on January 24, 1960. Fisher himself said that even though he was a pupil of a great pupil of Franz Liszt, namely Martin Krause, the greatest musical influence on him was Ferruccio Busoni. And when one considers the beauty of Fisher's tone and the breadth of his dynamic range and compares that to the Busoni performances, one understands full well that Fisher was right. Here he is in a recording that was made at the Abbey Road Studios in London on April 25, 1933, just at the time he was embarking on recording Book One of the Well-Tempered Clavier. This is an incredible performance of Ferruccio Busoni's transcription for piano of the Prelude and Fugue in E-flat major, BWV 552, from the third part of the Klavierübung by Johann Sebastian Bach.
other recordings of that Bach Buzoni transcription that are as thrilling as Edwin Fisher's. I admit, Peter Rosel and the Buzoni pupil Egon Petri come immediately to mind, and also, of course, Vladimir Horowitz for his legendary recital performance of the Toccata da Juan Fugue in C, BWV 564. But no one exceeds the excitement, the power of Edwin Fisher's recording of the Buzoni transcription of the Prelude and Triple Fugue in E-flat, BWV 552, from the third part of Clavier Übung, a recording that was made at the Abbey Road Studios in London, England, on April 25th, 1933. 